Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And welcome to another weekend release, our bonus podcast where we see how much extra content we can squeeze in, random things that have been sent in, extra bits from our week, and how our advice went down with you, our G and Divas. You alright, Willie? Yes, I'm good. And actually, something that we haven't really talked about, because obviously events sort of rather overtook us, is our meetup that we had in the park and how much fun we had. Now, obviously, some of that fun was put out as our bonus last week. But I just would like to say, I loved seeing both of you. I had, possibly it was the highlight of of 2021 for me. Oh, me too. And let's face it, real talk, we were all hammered, weren't we? We were merry. And and who who sorted us out when we ran out of alcohol? Who went to Sainsbury's and got us a bottle of gin and pinched some Costa coffee cups and then went into Starbucks and got some ice so we could have ice cold gin and tonics? Well, can I just okay with that? So Jordan, I, mean, I don't know how long we I don't know how long we've been doing this podcast now, forty years or so. But we we walked we walked into a um, Tesco Express, which is a no, it was a Sainsbury's local, in fact, and it's you know it's a tiny little supermarket. And Jordan, as we were walking in, went. Do you think they'll have any de Bonnet? How long have we been doing this podcast? You know how difficult it is to find de Bonnet. A Sainsbury's local is not going to have it. You never know. I know it was one close to Buckingham Palace, but it, there's more to it than that. Also, I had some martini at the weekend last weekend, and it tasted very much like de Bonnet. It was the red martini that you get. Rosso. Martini Rosso. It's very similar to de Bonnet. Oh, really? Yeah, we should try it. I, I reckon it's... we mm, Leave it with us. We should try let's not it. Re-identif- let's not re-identify after so long. Can I just say as well, four years we've been doing this podcast, mentioning de Bonnet at every given opportunity, and they've still not decided to sponsor us. Well, to each their own. Remember, and Divas, if you want to sponsor us, we literally will sell our nanas on this show, so do get in touch. 
you name the brand, we'll sell it. But whilst we whilst we were in the Sainsbury's local, what was so um, awful is, is obviously you had found you'd found a bottle of gin, you'd found some tonic. Um, we were still on the hunt for ice, but obviously they didn't. They had completely run out of sort of plastic disposable um, cups or any sort of vessel that we could drink out of. So you went off to buy them, and I was standing by the entrance waiting. And there was one of those um, Costa Express machines where you can go in and make your own Costa. And there's no way of putting this nicely, and I'm sorry to everyone, but all the um, can I say chavs were basically coming in, nicking the cups from the machine and going out because they had the same idea. And you finished, and I just pointed to the uh, machine and went, mm, Costa Cup. Uh, and so you got three of those. So I, I it was quite... It was the sort of, Are you calling me a chav? That's what I well, did. It, no, I know, because I, I directed you in that fashion. So I felt a bit bad, but I was a bit piddled. Can I just say, in our defence, the security guard was watching and didn't stop anybody. So I think yeah, he was quite relaxed. Right. Can I just say, in my defence, it was a bit cheeky that I then went into the Starbucks next door with two Costa coffee cups and asked him to <laughs> fill them with ice. And he did. So fair play to the lad. And I was, I was so tiddled. There was, I mean, you were wearing trousers that were had very shallow pockets. So anything that you put in your pocket kept falling out underneath your deck chair. And at one point, your um, your work pass fell out. Don't say I've got shallow no, no. pockets. That means something else where okay, I'm well, from. It means they're a tight get. Um, anyway, your your work pass fell out, and I thought, oh, I'll pick it up, put it round my neck, and it'll be fun to you know see how long it takes for him to notice. Well, because we were all a little bit three sheets to the wind, or in my case, four sheets <laughs> to the wind. I managed to get home with my coat on. I took off my coat when I got home, and I was still wearing your work pass. <laughs> and I just, I just, I just fell to the floor laughing because I thought it was so funny. And though it's a good job it was on a Sunday because if I, I would have needed that, to have but you've got work. it now. I posted it special delivery. I got it. Yeah. Good. Phew. I was panicking. I opened that thinking, "Oh, what's this?" And I, I even sent you a picture of the envelope. Nice. Yeah, you know what I'm like though. Memory like a sieve. All right, come on. First bit of correspondence, please. We'll all right. Uh, hi all. Just to say, loving this new series. Jordan seems to have gotten even cheekier since the castle. Who'd have thought that possible, eh? Is that a good or bad thing? We'll do that next week. Anyways, okay. anyways, don't ever say anyways. Just any. Oh no, anyways is great. No, anyway, singular. Anyways, no, anyways. So I said to him, anyways. That's that's a Wendy that. Anyways, so I said to. <laughs> anyways, so I said to him. Anyways. My issue is with the way that William has impregnated my mind with the way he says issue. I've noticed he says it quite a bit in his own sassy way. Being a northerner, a stone's throw away from where Jordan's from, I'm surprised it hasn't been picked up on sooner, especially as William picks at the way Jordan speaks. Anyway, singular here, I digress. Got an idea for part of the show simply called Am I Being Unreasonable? It's a way to get through some of the listeners' dilemmas quickly with William and Jordan simply giving a yes or no answer. It would certainly help end arguments in my house, let me tell you. Looking forward to seeing you in October in Manchester. Love you lots, Lauren. And Lauren gives us an example. Shall we do Lauren's example? Yeah, OK. Um, why, why, what, how do you say You say issue, don't issue. you? Issue. 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 Well, I'll be... Yes, but actually... It's issue as in a shoe that you put on your foot. Issue. No, issue. Me and I have got issues. Well, yeah, no, yeah, anyway. Uh, issue is the correct received pronunciation. Pronunciation. Um, 
Although I have noticed listening back to this podcast that because I am talking to two of my very close friends, I have, on when we do this, especially when we're, we're having a drink, sometimes my received pronunciation does slip a little bit. But I think that's quite common with, uh, you know, when you're amongst friends and you're relaxed. Isn't that called colloquialism? Colloquialist? No. Yeah, that's why you're a bit colloquial. You go... Well, yes, you could call it that. I mean, I think it's called a, a, a sociolect, to be perfect, or convergence is technically the... don't want to throw my English language degree in your face, but... I think... Anyway, Lauren's example for us, please. All right. <laughs> sorry, was that rude? I didn't mean that to sound rude. So, sorry, Gigi, because you, because you, because you got something I'm, wrong I'm, and I picked you up on it and you didn't like it. No... No, it's not that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that sound rude, Gene Davis. I'm just at the time of recording. I'm absolutely starving, so I want to go on. Is that now that it sounds even ruder, doesn't it? Yeah. I don't. Anyway, sorry. So I'm just. I'm starting. You know. Do you not like plan your day around what's in your diary? And you know. No, because I've recorded some. I've literally been non-stop today. It's been back to back, which is good. You know. Yeah. You know. I like to be busy. Remember, when the fun stops, stop. Stop. So here's Lauren's example. My husband has a very long beard, and while washing it in the shower, hairs usually fall out. Instead of placing them in the bin, he sticks them to the wall. But these never get removed. So I am left with a mass of face pubes to clean up every time I get in the shower. (laughs) Face pubes. Love it. Am I being unreasonable in expecting these to be removed by him after the shower? My answer, no, you're not. Oh, yeah, it also says here, I can send you pictures if you're really interested. We're not. Yes, please, uh, Lauren, definitely. No! No, I want to see the big... I want to see the face pubes. Come on, we want to see the face pubes. Send them to Jordan, not me. Yeah, I think... Uh, I might... No, you're not being unreasonable. What? I... Where are we with beards, right? Okay, um, first, I remember someone saying to me that when you kiss someone with beard, you're better off licking a toilet seat because there's more germs in a beard than on a public lavatory seat. Second thing, if Mikey came up right. and said he was going to grow a beard, like a big bushy beard, what would your thoughts on that be? Goodbye. Would you not like it if Mikey grew a beard? Simple as that. I mean, stubble, fine. Beard, no, get out. What would you call this at the moment that I've got? That's stubble, isn't it? Advanced stubble. You're a day away from that being a beard. Do you not like beards? On the right person, they're fine. In fact, well, I've got a couple of friends who I've seen photos of them pre-beard and they look terrible. But for, I would say, 90% of the population, people look better clean-shaven. Do you think, be honest, we've never talked about this, mm. me, beard or no beard? I would say you, heavy stubble. But not when it's so not longer than this. Not longer than that. Ben, clean-shaven. When I was in the castle and I shaved, did you think it looked better clean-shaven? Oh, no, actually. To be fair, when you came out looking like Jeff or, or post-Jeff, you look weird. Yeah. No, okay. that looked weird, actually. So I think you are you are fine with a bit of stubble. OK. But imagine me with a beard. Wouldn't work. Why not? You can, no. Members of the royal family have had beards and stuff. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not anti-beards, generally. Obviously, if Sean Mendes started to grow a beard, I mean, that would be it. He just about redeemed himself, cutting his hair. Okay, next correspondence, please. God, I'm so hungry. It's gonna, it's gonna be. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna have a fridge butty. Do you know what one of them is? A fridge butty. So basically, where you just get a slice of bread and anything that's in the fridge, you just put it in the bread and eat that whilst you're making your food. Right. So literally, it's gonna be like leftover. T- you know, when you just get a bit of bread and whatever's in the fridge, you just slap it in a butty and just whilst you're making your food. 
Well, I don't, but I mean, it, it sounds lovely. Okay. Uh, this is from Adam. Good evening, William and Jordan. I would just like to tell you both tonight was the night I lost my virginity. <gasps> love the I love podcast. It. I love it. And gin is in capitals. The I is lowercase, the second I, and the D is uppercase. Virginity. Do you know what I want? This week on the socials, now you're listening, producer Ben, I'll put some up. Tell us about when you lost your virginity. Who were you with? Where were you? Was it better than what you thought? Did it hurt? You might have been on your own. Was it fine? Let us know when you lost your virginity. I lost my virginity in a hot studio in Manchester mm. with William Hansen and there was two people watching. <laughs> Producer Ben and Stuart. So tell us when you lost your virginity. Use your imagination, make it sound like you lost, you know. Um, yeah, when did you lose your virginity? I'm trying to think when I first had Dubonne because I didn't start drinking until I was 23. So, and I think my first drink I ever had was sherry. Is that around about the time we fell out? Yeah, probably. <laughs> it was, weren't it? 2013, yeah, that's when we could speak right. for about six months, yeah. weren't it? Anyway, go on. My first drink I ever had was a creme de menthe frappe, <laughs> then I had sherry, and then the next drink I tried was de Bonnet. All the manly drinks. I've talked about this. I remember the first time I had my first pint proper. It was a Guinness. And I was, uh, I was in coaching horses in Burnley, and we're about to go and watch Burnley play. And we used to go to the pub and meet my dad's mates and my uncles. And my uncle Brian said, my round. And he, he looked at everyone. He said, Graham, Guinness, Gwyn, Guinness. And then he looked at me and pointed at me. And then he looked at my dad, looked back at me and looked at my dad and went, can he have one? And my dad went, how old are you now? I went, 16. He went, yeah, he can have one. I had a pint of Guinness, right? And he brought it over to me and I was like, yeah, I'm no, wonder, no longer one of the kids. We monster munching a panda pop. And I drank this Guinness, and it was horrible. It was awful. But I had two pints, and I got hammered. And I come home, and my mum were like, went mad at my dad. It's absolutely. I think I'm coming home singing Irish songs. I that pissed. <laughs> Har mother, what's up with you, mother? Get upstairs and make me tea. I've been on the drink with a dad, with a lads. Yeah. Anyway, tell us when you lost your virginity. Next piece of correspondence. This comes from a new fan of our podcast called Bill. It's, it's addressed at the top, Mr. W.R.H. Hanson, leading etiquette coach and author. Mr. J.L. Jordan, I think J.L. North, uh, DJ and Shibari expert. What's Shibari? Absolutely no idea. Shall I Google it? Google it. Is this a good thing? Is this a Shibari? Oh, I, I think I have an idea what it might be. I think it's probably the Japanese practice <laughs> involving Shibari. knots. <laughs> Preservance, patience. Oh. Sh- oh, that's what it's saying here. Let me S-H-I-B-A-R-I. B-A-R-I. Oh, it's bloody... The art of Japanese rope bondage. <laughs> <laughs> what did I get before that? What did I have? The art of patience. I suppose it's that as well. <laughs> you try being tied to a bed when someone's gone to work. Um, anyway, that was a joke. That was another joke. And B.A.J. Cartwright, question mark, what is a producer? Great question. What is a producer? Yeah, <laughs> doing, doing this seven series, we still don't know. Sends a Zoom link once every week. <laughs> That's what a producer is. That's only the last year. 
Dear sirs, I must apologise for coming late to the soiree with regards to your podcast, which I only came across this year. However, I have now listened to all episodes and feel disappointed I will now have to wait for new episodes to become available. I had planned to write a more detailed email, but in case Mr North was asked to read it, I thought I'd keep it short. I have three observations. Although I have never seen the film, I think of you as characters from The Lady and the Tramp. Mr Hanson, brackets lady, thank you, articulate, well-mannered and living in elegant surroundings, Mr North, brackets, Trump, a mutt, her suit and a stray, often found tied to a lamppost. <laughs> Mr Cartwright as Doc, an irritable terrier. <laughs> it works on so many levels. Okay. Two, is Mr North's impersonation of Mrs S Hanson, or Mrs B Hanson as she would be, uh, based on the actress Zsa Zsa Gabor? Okay, First of all, it's I have seen a clip of Jar Jar Gabor. Um, if anything, my impression is based on Edna Mode from The Incredibles. My God, you've got some fat, darling. So it's a bit like that, but um, with a touch did, of Jar Jar Gabor thrown in. I did see Jar Jar Gabor. Hello, darlings, and Jar Jar Gabor. <laughs> so it's a, it's a bit. To be honest, your as with all your impressions, it very much depends on what mood you're in. It's just it, where yeah. they land. But it's getting to the point now where. I was in the shower the other day, and I know this sounds weird, and I was doing an impression of your mum. I was just going, hello, darlings. How are you, man? It's my favourite impression to do. <laughs> anyway, what was his third well, point? Sure should be thrilled. Is your podcast based on Julian and Sandy? Now, you may not know what Julian and Sandy was. No, I don't. Is that So you know is... Kenneth Williams? Julian and... Mm, you should okay. listen to some, because they are hilarious. Yeah. But Julian and Sandy were two characters on a BBC, a BBC, well, it was probably called The Light Programme at the time, but on what is now Radio 4, called Round the Horn. And uh, they were these two characters that came in. They were, you know, they were effeminate in their nature. And they talked in Polari. Now, Polari was the language that um, homosexuals used before homosexuality was legalised. And this was all put out on the BBC before homosexuality was legalised. And they would they would talk about some really... Um, quite for the time, boundary pushing things, um, and they are hilarious. They're, a lot of them are on YouTube. Julian and Sandy, um, Kenneth Williams, and oh, I forget the name of the other one, but it was um, it was it's very funny. I like listening to them. So G and Divas, if, if you're of my persuasion and you like that sort of camp comedy, and you're not aware of Julian and Sandy, go and uh, have have a look. Okay, um, no, but no, it's not based, based on. We're it. not based on that. It's genuine friends. Uh... Oh. Bonus of Ardy, a dolly old eek. That was hello. Oh. Remember, if you've got a question or story that isn't a dilemma or problem, this is the place. The bonus episode is where we read them out. So drop into our DMs on social media. Send us an email to help at sexandmyboss.com with anything that you want to share with us. We will pick them up in the bonus episode. We also love hearing back from people we offer advice to. So if that's you, get in touch with producer Ben. And we haven't said this in ages. If you're enjoying the podcast, tell, tell word of mouth the best advertisement. Tell people. <laughs> Let them know. Honestly. <laughs> Tell your friends, your auntie, your uncles, your next-door neighbours. Thanks very much, and we'll catch you on Tuesday. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odour control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexatmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexatmyboss.com slash cinema.